0: The Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 26. He that laboreth, laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth it of him. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. He that laboreth, laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth it of him. Why do you work a job or a business? Because you enjoy it? Because others expect you to do so? Out of love for society? Because you want to help some enterprise succeed? Or because you are bored? You work because you have to. And this fact of life teaches wisdom. A life sentence of hard labor was Adam's curse for listening to his wife rather than God. Instead of leisurely dressing a garden and enjoying a great variety of easy food, men must scratch in the ground to survive. But whether a man knows about the Garden of Eden or not, there is a powerful necessity that drives him to hard labor. He must work or starve. King Solomon's observation teaches wisdom, if you will think upon it. Men work hard by a selfish necessity for themselves if they do not work they will starve this is man's condition in the world whether he wears a white or blue collar he must labor to eat if he does not work he will not eat the fear of hunger forces him to work every day selfishness is a strong motivator that can produce good results such as a hard-working society when selfishness is allowed to satisfy itself by diligent labor. Even God's laws given through Moses included divine reasoning about man's selfishness to govern his conduct. Rightly understood, selfishness is a rule of ethics and wisdom to be considered in making wise choices. A perverse society resents this wonderful motive for labor. Children are given everything for doing nothing. Parents say, let him be a child. There will be plenty of time for work later, meaning that the child should play all day, every day. They legislate welfare, which mysteriously multiplies those needing handouts. Others provide meals for men too lazy to work and think that it is charity. A government could quickly reduce welfare, increase national productivity, and raise tax revenues by simply punishing any citizens harboring or feeding slothful persons. Here is the cure for sluggards. No work, no food. This rule is inspired wisdom. Solomon knew laziness was a common problem in young men. It is difficult to teach or force foolish young men to work hard. But just a few days without food will produce a laborer. Both Solomon and Paul endorsed and taught this wise rule that without work a person should not be allowed to eat. Here is the profit motive in Scripture in this proverb. Communism imagines from each according to his ability to each according to his need. Yet this philosophy and method has never worked. A man will never apply himself as diligently as he could for an idiotic theory that gives the lazy as much as the diligent. But he will apply himself for a proportionate reward. Let him see the endless possibilities in a free market system and he will very gladly do his job well and look for extra work. Wise employers even use incentive compensation to raise employee productivity even higher. The wisdom here can be enhanced or leveraged. Give a man a loving wife and dependent children, and he will work even harder. Solomon taught in the book of Ecclesiastes, two are better than one because they have a reward for their labor, among other benefits. But the extra mouths to feed of those he loves above all others on earth will further motivate the man. How does a boy become a man? Right training, no allowance, early job, early marriage, An early baby. Parent, are you teaching this proverb to your children? Eating is not a right except for helpless infants. Even young children can do chores and they should be required to do them before eating. Most parents today have an open refrigerator policy which fosters laziness and self-indulgence that leads to an undisciplined life. When most grew up on farms, This proverb was generally practiced, even by those who had never read it, for everyone had to help with the chores in order for the family to eat. Christianity teaches a great work ethic. Shame on Christians who are slothful about work. Whatever you find to do professionally, do it with your might. Diligent labor at your own business is part of sanctification for a believer. And those disliking hard work are to be starved into enjoying it, or they are to be excluded from the churches of Jesus Christ. This proverb also rebukes greed and covetousness. The ambitious man, that is with ungodly ambition, obsessed with the reward of hard work in order to become rich, forgets he will die and leave his wealth to another. He heaps up riches because he can only eat and enjoy so much, not knowing who will spend them. Therefore, wisdom and true success are learning godly contentment with essentials, not seeking wealth. Convenient food is the wise choice, as Agur the prophet taught in Proverbs chapter 30. Pastor, do you labor diligently in your holy calling? The Lord Christ chose you to endure hardness as a good soldier. Paul worked night and day to be the greatest apostle. Does your soul crave laboring in order to hear your captain say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Let Paul's inspired example and instruction invigorate your soul for the work of Christ's kingdom. Listener, does your soul crave God and his word? It never will without God's sovereign grace. Have you checked your hunger and thirst for righteousness as it is described in Matthew 5, 6? Does it drive you to separate yourself from foolish worldly pursuits in order to learn wisdom? You must stimulate your appetite and desire for the sincere milk of God's word. Jesus once met a great crowd, 5,000 men plus women and children, who wanted to make him king so he could fill their bellies with free bread and fish. He told them to labor rather for the food that endures unto eternal life. Are you laboring for yourself in this crucial matter, listener? This is labor with a fantastic reward. How much does your soul crave the kingdom of heaven? Jesus described it as a man finding a treasure in a field and joyfully selling all that he had in order to buy the field for its treasure. You should pray, Lord, increase the craving of my soul for thee and the things of thy kingdom and direct my labor fervently toward them. Amen.